Get ready for an episode on call-in culture and the future of cold calling. Kevin Hopp joins us again to dive deeper into outbound sales and the importance of building a strong calling culture. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and prepare to gain valuable insights on the power of effective cold calling. Let's jump right in. Colin, over to you. Welcome to Sales Transformation. We've got Kevin Hopp back on the show again. Uh, If you missed the first recent episode with Kevin, we talked a little bit about his experience. We talked a little bit about his experience as a seller and as an entrepreneur. And of course, we talked about outbound and cold calling and stuff. But today, we're going to talk a little bit more about what Kevin is really hyper-focused on right now, which is helping outbound teams with calling culture. What does that mean, Kevin? Break it down. Let's get into it. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Colin. I really do appreciate it. it you know, it, it's funny. You and I talk on the phone once a week anyways. So now now everybody gets to kind of hear what we talk about. But uh, uh, calling culture is what I am really kind of focused and obsessed with at the moment. This is a product offering, a, a service offering that Hop Consulting Group is doing. Now, calling culture is what I see the anti-cold calling is dead movement, right? Uh, the rise of the silent sales floor is coming to an end. This idea that AI is going to take over and you don't need SDRs, you simply just need to have AI bots that send thousands of LinkedIn DMs and emails every day. I think that that all is going to lead to sellers that don't know how to talk to talk, that don't know how to have business conversations. And I'm passionate about bringing calling culture to organizations that are in that season, right? So if you think about it, like who would, who would work with me on calling culture? These are these are teams that are seeing email response rates that are really low. These are teams that know that phone is the way, but their connect rates or their 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 conversation rates are low, or they're you know they're not converting on the phone. Um, I'm partnering heavily with a number of dialing technology companies because it turns out the people that invest in dialing technology are actively looking for this sort of stuff. But I, I just believe that cold calling is not dead. And I provide companies a structured methodology to go outbound and have real live conversations. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think it's almost, I mean, I hate to even say this, but I feel like cold calling is like kind of coming back in style, right? Not that it never went out of style. Like I'm not saying cold calling was dead and like totally out of style, but for the folks that have just been, you know, email trigger happy, um, and just, you know, trying to blow it out of the water with sequence sequences and trying to avoid picking up the phone at all costs. A lot of those folks are now coming back trying to figure out how do we have an effective calling culture? How do we have, how do we be effective on the phone? Because email is still effective, but it's increasingly getting more difficult. There's a lot more competition and noise out there. It's even a challenge just to not get in the spam folder you name it, there's so many challenges of running a good, solid outbound via email that people are scrambling and trying mm-hmm. to figure out why haven't we been using the phone and where do we get started? And when they start to use the phone, they actually find a lot of those same challenges from email, right? Like dial to connect ratios aren't what they used to be. Uh, you know, the FCC is now, the FTC or whatever is, uh, you know, telling us on our phones, spam likely, telemarketer, unknown number, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's harder than ever to do phone. So what I'm proposing is phone is doable. You need a process, you need a structure, and your team needs to be trained on how to have that conversation. 
it's one thing to invest in technology and throw technology at the problem. It's another thing to just have this raw, raw culture mentality of pick up the phone, let's go. But then they're, they, you know, if you're dialing by hand, they can only have so many conversations in a day. So the calling culture program blends all three of these people, all three of these things, right? People training, process training, and technology training. Yeah. And what do you, what are your thoughts around? I mean, I know there's still a lot of people that are trying to figure out with sort of whether they're all remote, you know, maybe some in office or hybrid, but let's just say, you know, most people these days have sort of remote, which, you know, has its own challenges around building culture in general. How do you build a strong call culture with a remote team or hybrid team? It's a great question. So I think uh, technology is a really key piece of the puzzle here. It, it really is. Uh, without technology, you're not going to be able to build a strong calling culture in a remote environment. Let's put it that way. Um, you can definitely do it in person, but uh, the, the dialing platforms are realizing that you can build in collaboration tools into this concept of you know auto dialing. So a lot of these tools are not just a dialing platform. They're actually a team coaching and collaboration platform that also has a dialer. This is game changing stuff. This is this is like kind of that all in one uh, offering that allows you to develop a strong calling culture and a coaching culture as well. Like we could talk about that, like the fact that a lot of teams should be coaching and looking at cold calls, reviewing cold calls, and, you know, making sure that their process and their scripting is really tight. Um, that's a huge part of this as well. Yeah, and you mentioned coaching. So I want to dig into the coaching component a little bit because I think with remote teams, coaching is something, you know, that tends to not be as easily done or high of a priority when, you know, it maybe is a little bit off easier to do in office. What are you seeing? You know, how does a team build good coaching programs around calling and helping focus, you know, individuals uh, on where they need most help? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, um, you know, one thing that every SDR manager can do out there, if you're not doing any live call coaching, and you're not doing any call review, I think the easiest thing to do is to institute a once a week call review. And that's where you ask your SDRs, you say, hey, you guys should be making cold calls. And if, they, if you don't have a strong calling culture, they may or may not be doing it. But then you make a new requirement. The new requirement is everybody has to show up with one, two or three cold call recordings to this call review on a Friday and we're going to review them. We're going to look at the game tape, right? If you think about it, it's, it's a very similar thing to a, to a football team. You always watch game tape to see where you can get better, to see what you did in the past and where you need to improve. That's just a small step, a procedural thing that even without, you know, a, a, a world-class coach teaching you how to do cold calls, you're going to get better if you force your SDRs to listen to themselves and you actually do the review. And there's a lot of this like awkward, like, oh, I don't want to hear myself talk. I don't like it. Uh, like it, it, you, you got to leave that stuff by the wayside and really look at the game tape to figure out where you need to improve the most. Yeah. And are you suggesting that this is done as a team together? Absolutely. Yeah. That's another piece of this that's like, SDRs can get really soft because like, oh, I don't want Steve to hear my cold calls. What if I say something silly and Steve laughs? Got to build this collaborative culture where everyone's learning from each other because you're all trying to talk the talk about the same thing or you should be, right? 
We're working for the same company. You're all trying to set meetings, hopefully in different territories. You're not stepping on each other's toes. But um, I, I remember like, you know, when I was in SDR, we had an office environment that had like silencers, right? So that there were like these things that are on office towers that are playing white noise. They play white noise like at all times to make it so that if I was on the phone, you couldn't hear it as well as, you know, the guy over in the cube for me. And uh, we actually had a calling consultant, like an outbound consultant guy come in. And the first thing he did was he got rid of all those. He's <laughs> like, hey, you guys need to listen to each other. You need to learn from each other. Like we need to, we're, we're going to win as a team here. And I got kind of obsessed with that idea and I watched it work. It worked really well. Mm. And now I've brought that same sort of vibe and energy to many different organizations where everyone's on Zoom at one time and we're listening to Bobby's call all together. But the manager gives the feedback. The, the coach gives the feedback. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I think that's hilarious. I was thinking, why would you want to? Why would you want to not hear each other on the sales floor? That's the most valuable piece of being on the sales floor. I know, I know. So that was, uh, you know, that was a mistake. Let's <laughs> put that yeah. way. So let silencers out there. Let Let's talk a little bit about technology because I think this is one that trips people up quite a bit. You know, there's more and more options out there today. How does an organization, what are some things that, you know, sales leaders, organizations need to be thinking about when deciding what is the right dialing technology? Because there's a lot of options. I know you work with several of them. You know, they have certain strengths and stuff like that. But as the, you know, potential buyer of a new dialing technology, what are some things that I need to be thinking about to right size me in what the correct solution is? For the technology. Well, you're asking the right guy. Uh, I, I'm a uh, referral partner and trainer with about a dozen different uh, dialing technology companies, and they're not all the same, right? Uh, one of the things that I think people, you know, people that don't make cold, cold calls think that a dialer is a dialer. I'm here to tell you that there are like really three distinct types of dialers, right? The top, the upper echelon of the market, the most expensive dialers are going to be human-assisted dialing tools. This is where you're paying a call center agent to make calls, and then they are live transferring it to you. So anytime there's a human involved, it's going to be expensive. That's the top tier of the market. There's a bunch of vendors there. The middle tier of the market is getting really, really popular right now, and that's AI parallel dialers. Calling multiple people at once because we all know that most phone calls don't get answered, right? So you're saving all that time and efficiency. And they connect you using AI to the first person that actually picks up, like an actual voice. And then that's a middle tier price. And the bottom tier of the market is called the power dialing market. This is like, you know, 90% of the sales tools out there have a power dialer connected to them. And it's just the idea that if you make one phone call, ring, 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 you hit the voicemail, you hit next call, ring, ring, ring. So it goes one by one. It's the slowest and guess what? The cheapest. So if I was a sales leader and I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, okay, Kevin, like what's right for me? There's a few different ways to look at it, right? And like most things in sales, it's math. There's an economic component to this, right? Uh, are you selling something that's really expensive? If so, we can build a business case for why you should invest in some decent data and probably get a, a middle tier or a top tier dialing solution. Are you selling something that's really low cost, and you have good inbound, you know, in high intent leads or a lot of MQLs, I'd go with the power dialer, right? Because these are people that you're not going to need to call as much probably because they show some sort of intent and the economics won't work out if you look at 
okay, I'm paying hundreds of dollars a month for the dialing solution alone, plus the cost of labor, plus, 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 right? Uh, so it, it's, it's a bit of math. And then the other piece of this is every dialer is only as good as what you put into the dialer. And it's a piece of the pie that like most sales leaders just simply overlook because they think that because they have a database, so we got, you know, Dun & Bradstreet, Zoom Info, Apollo, whatever, you get a database. Now I don't, I don't, that's it. That, those are my leads. And then when you start dialing these leads, you're basically just using the dialer to sort through all the crap because phone numbers are highly inaccurate. So investing in better leads or in lead verification would also allow you to go a little bit cheaper on the dialer because you don't need to sort through the crap as fast. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. But I think something that, you know, as you were talking there, something that got me thinking about was, I think as important as the technology is and making sure that you're choosing the right technology, I think it's important that people understand the technology isn't going to fix your problems, right? So if you don't have good data, the technology is not going to fix that. If you don't have good strategy, the dialer is not going to fix that. And if you're not investing in coaching for your right. people, then all they're doing is calling a lot of people and hitting activity quota, but not booking any, you know, really qualified meetings that are turning into opportunities and hopefully close one revenue. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, that's the calling culture program. You just told the story for me, right? It's not just one piece of the pie. I don't just come in and help people choose a dialer or optimize the dialer they have. I might introduce new ways that they could be using it in tandem with their sales acceleration tool or their CRM. But most importantly, I'm giving reps an actual framework. I have a cold calling course it's very well documented. It's a whole methodology and it's a focus on the conversation itself, right? So if you focus on that piece of it, you're going to make the most of all the other investments that you've already made. And to your point, a lot of, a lot of leaders think that buying the tech solves their pipeline problem and they're just getting their reps into conversations that they don't know how to win faster. Yeah. Right. And, so, and, and the thing is, is when you have the dialing technology and you're making that many calls, like you will get some dumb luck here and there just by sure playing the numbers, but that is not a good, mm -hmm. effective, sustainable strategy. That's what we're here to preach, man. That's what we're here to preach. And many, many, many organizations out there right now are using that strategy and the dialer will get you more in less time, but you can get multitudes more if you take a step back and really look at your people process and technology from a uh, calling culture standpoint. Yeah. Well, awesome. Kevin, been awesome having you on again as we wrap up. Where's the best place to for people to follow, connect, learn more about all of the things you got going on? Uh, LinkedIn is absolutely the number one way to find me. Uh, I also have a personal website, solo.to slash hop, hopconsultinggroup.com. Uh, many different ways to interact with me, but most importantly, check out my podcast, Hop on Calls. It's a uh, live cold calling show, so I'm not a guru that preaches from the high pulpit who doesn't make cold calls. I cold call, right? So I, I, I practice what I preach. I do it live. So come check it out. See if I'm full of baloney or if I'm really legit. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Colin. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and that you didn't forget to subscribe and share so that we can help more people transform the way they sell.